A reading from the second book of Samuel. Absalom unexpectedly came up against David's servants. He was mounted on a mule, and as the mule passed under the branches of a large terebinth, his hair caught fast in the tree. He hung between heaven and earth while the mule he had been riding ran off. Someone saw this and reported to Joab that he had seen Absalom hanging from a terebinth. And taking three pikes in hand, he thrust for the heart of Absalom still hanging from the tree alive. Now David was sitting between the two gates, and a lookout went up to the roof of the gate above the city wall, where he looked about and saw a man running all alone. The lookout shouted to inform the king, who said, If he is alone, he has good news to report. The king said, Step aside and remain in attendance here. So he stepped aside and remained there. When the Cushite messenger came in, he said, Let my lord the king receive the good news, that this day the lord has taken your part, freeing you from the grasp of all who rebelled against you. But the king asked the Cushite, Is young Absalom safe? The Cushite replied, May the enemies of my lord the king and all who rebel against you with evil intent be as that young man. The king was shaken and went up to the room over the city gate to weep. He said as he wept, My son Absalom, my son, my son Absalom, if only I had died instead of you. Absalom, my son, my son. Joab was told that the king was weeping and mourning for Absalom, and that the day's victory was turned into mourning for the whole army, when they heard that the king was grieving for his son. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Listen, Lord, and answer me. Incline your ear, O Lord, answer me, for I am afflicted and poor. Keep my life, for I am devoted to you. Save your servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Listen, Lord, and answer me. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for to you I call all the day. Gladden the soul of your servant, for to you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. Listen, Lord, and answer me. For you, O Lord, are good and forgiving, abounding in kindness to all who call upon you. Hearken, O Lord, to my prayer and attend to the sound of my pleading. Listen, Lord, and answer me. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. When Jesus crossed again in the boat to the other side, a large crowd gathered around him, and he stayed close to the sea. One of the synagogue officials named Jairus came forward. Seeing him, he fell at his feet and pleaded earnestly with him, saying, My daughter is at the point of death. Please come lay your hands on her that she may get well and live. He went off with him, and a large crowd followed him. There was a woman afflicted with hemorrhages for twelve years. She had suffered greatly at the hands of many doctors and had spent all that she had. Yet she was not helped, but only grew worse. She had heard about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. She said, if I but touch his clothes, I shall be cured. Immediately her flow of blood dried up. She felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. Jesus, aware at once the power had gone out from him, turned around in the crowd and asked, who has touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, you see how the crowd is pressing upon you. And yet you ask, who touched me? He looked around to see who had done it. The woman, realizing what had happened to her, approached in fear and trembling. She fell down before Jesus and told him the whole truth. He said to her, Daughter, your faith has saved you. Go in peace and be cured of your affliction. While he was still speaking, people from the synagogue official's house arrived and said, Your daughter has died. Why trouble the teacher any longer? Disregarding the message that was reported, Jesus said to the synagogue official, Do not be afraid. Just have faith. He did not allow anyone to accompany him inside except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they arrived at the house of the synagogue official, he caught sight of a commotion, people weeping and wailing loudly. 
So he went in and said to them, Why this commotion and weeping? The child is not dead, but asleep. And they ridiculed him. Then he put them all out. He took along the child's father and mother and those who were with him and entered the room where the child was. He took the child by the hand and said to her, Talitha kum, which means little girl, I say to you, arise. The girl, a child of 12, arose immediately and walked around. At that, they were utterly astounded. He gave strict orders that no one should know this and said that she should be given something to eat. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. You know, again, I'm fascinated by David, uh, David's reactions. Remember yesterday's reading, um, he's insulted by Shimei. And now here, um, the civil war has ended with the death of Absalom. So, I mean, we jump forward a whole bunch of readings in 2 Samuel. David mourns for the loss of, of his enemy, Absalom, his son, who wanted to kill him, usurped the throne. Likewise, David yesterday allowed Shimei to insult him. He didn't, he didn't return. He didn't level an accusation back. So there's something about David um, that he's amazingly not taking these things personally. He, he's sort of setting aside himself, per se, his ego, and he has, he's having the heart of God. You know, so when we reject God or someone curses God, takes the Lord's name in vain, even though that's you know, kind of a trifle, I guess. But when someone really you know, sins against God, God still loves us. Um, he died for us. Uh, think of like you who are parents. You know, when your child is upset with you when they're young and you know, they say they hate you or whatever, you really like don't take that personally. I mean, it stings a little bit, but you, you go on being a parent. You don't say, well, I hate you back and I renounce you as my son or daughter. In a way, you're setting aside your ego and you're loving with kind of this um, anonymous fatherly or motherly love, which is, which is a divine love. And what's amazing about it, it's not just um, completely, uh, you know, impersonal. It, you know, God, he forgives us, and he, but he loves us, you know, in a particular way, specifically. So this is what David, this is the heart of a king. This is what David has. Again, he, the, the selfish, uh, ego-driven king wouldn't have, have truly wept the way David did when, when his enemy died. The selfish, egotistical king would not have allowed Shimei to insult him, level these false accusations against him. Uh, so this is what Jesus does here in our, in our gospel then. Um, you, can, you can just feel him with a merciful heart towards this, this woman who's been suffering for so many years, uh, towards this, this father who, um, whose daughter has, has died. I, he cures him specifically, but at the same time, he exercises this truly self-giving love. May we have the same heart. Amen.